Welcome to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. This is the show where newcomers and professionals alike come to learn more about stage lighting. And now your host, David Henry. All right, here we are, everybody. Episode 8. Really excited today because we're going to be talking about how do I wire DMX. But before we get there, a few quick things. If you haven't already, hey, hop over to iTunes or uh, Google Play or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave this show a quick rating and review. And then if you could, please also share it with someone who you think would find this information interesting and would want to learn more about stage lighting. Thank you guys in advance for that. All right, now let's talk about DMX. Today, um, we want to talk about wiring DMX. So over the past various few episodes, we've been talking about the basics of DMX, okay? We've been talking about, you know, how DMX lights work, um, and what channel modes you should put them in, things like that. And I want to continue that theme today with how to wire your DMX how to actually you know when you're sitting in front you've got a bunch of lights in front of you and you've got a console and how do you make it all talk together well we got to wire the lights that's the first thing and so put simply the the simplest DMX system is what's called a daisy chain okay and when you're first starting out when you don't have a lot of lights you simply come out of your lighting console you take your DMX output from your lighting console and you bring that into the first light. Then you come out of the DMX out of that fixture and you go to the second light. You come to the DMX out, you go to the third light and on and on. And you can generally do this about 32 times and you're good to go. Okay. And this is, this is the simplest way to wire DMX and it's how it's based. It's basically how the DMX chain works. Um, even if you've got larger systems. All right. Now we want to be using DMX cable. Okay. Now DMX cable is different from microphone cable. Some of your fixtures, your DMX fixtures that you buy, especially on lower end fixtures are going to have three pin XLR plugs on them, just like a mic cable. However, mic cable is not good for DMX. In fact, just this morning I was on Facebook looking at one of the lighting groups. Somebody was having troubles with some some weird flickers coming out of some of their lights. And guess what they chased it down to? Bad cables. Using some mic cable instead of DMX cable. And so, wow, sometimes, especially in smaller systems, you might be able to use some mic cables and it, and it might work. You know, I, I found that at the, the least opportune times, um, these things fail. And all of a sudden, that mic cable that was working for your lights is now causing all kinds of problems. So just do it right the first time. Um, I'm going to link into the show notes about a post that, that talks about DMX cables, um, why you can't use mic cables, all the technical info, and then I recommend some DMX cables um, that you can find at the best price possible. Now, you can run DMX up to 3,900 feet, so that's a really long way. And like I said, you can have up to 32 individual fixtures in a given daisy chain now what do you need to do what what do you do if you need to run more than 3900 feet which probably isn't likely for most people or more than 32 fixtures in a daisy chain well you can use a dmx splitter and dmx splitters do two great things one they're not a y cable okay 
they're a lot different than that. They're actually more, they have more in common with a computer networking switch because what they do is they bring in the information and then they copy it over a number of times by however many ports your splitter has. You know, I've seen splitters that literally just have two ports. Um, a lot have four ports, some have eight ports, etc. And, you know, wiring um, is made a whole lot easier when you have DMX splitters. So even if you're not pushing the limit on your fixtures, but say you got your console and it's out front by the soundboard, and then you've got fixtures on the front of the stage and on the back of the stage and on the sides. You could then run a splitter, put that at the stage, go from the console to the splitter. Then you could send a single DMX line to the lights on the side, a single DMX line to the front lights, and a single DMX line to the back lights. And then have a daisy chain of fixtures, just like we talked about, going into the first fixture, out the DMX out to the next fixture, and on and on and on. And you could continue your chains that way by using a DMX splitter. And I'm going to link to a post about DMX splitters as well. They're not expensive. In fact, there's some good ones um, if you need basic functionality for under 150 bucks, And they make your wiring easier. They also help protect your console um, if you use cheap lights. Especially this can be a problem where voltage can get sent back to the console. People's consoles have gotten fried over this. I'd hate for that to happen to you. So use a DMX splitter because that also isolates you. It's called an optical isolated splitter. And it isolates you from, from power surges or weird stuff coming from fixtures. Um, keeps your console safe and, you know, makes everything easier, right? Now, you can also, a question I get a lot, oh, I got recently actually, was can I use multiple splitters together? So can I go into one splitter and then to the next one, to the next one, to the, you know, use a couple different splitters in line? And, and yes, you can. That's, that's not a problem at all either. Um, splitters also amplify the signal. And so that can be helpful. Um, I'm going to say this and, and don't take this the wrong way, but... If you, you are using mic cable and you do have problems, you can, if you have access to a DMX splitter instead of the proper cable, you can put a splitter in there and that'll help amplify the signal and, and get you through the gig. But again, don't just, friends don't let friends use mic cable for DMX. And so I don't ever want to recommend that, but if you get thrown into that situation or maybe you own one of these splitters yourself and keep it in your bag, I have one, um, you know, and, and somebody calls you and they're having problems and you figure out it's mic cable, you know, stick that splitter in a line near where the problem is. And, and often that can amplify things enough to, to get you through. Um, but I wouldn't suggest it. Now, DMX termination. All right. What is, what is termination? Well, termination is where at the end of your DMX line, you place for yourself. And I know I've talked about this before, a little DMX plug, a little three pin or five pin. And across the data pins, pins two and three, you put a resistor, a 120 ohm resistor. You can buy these. They're like five bucks. Um, and this kind of ends the chain of DMX data and, and helps to um, solve problems that sometimes occur with data reflections back into your lights. Um, and do you need to terminate? Here's my take. <laughs> and, and I can get some flex from this. And I've, and I've said this before, I know, on the podcast, so I'll keep it shorter in this podcast. But I... Don't recommend you terminate unless you run into problems. Um, I've only once or twice seen where termination comes a problem. And, and when it does become a problem is when you're running really, really far, like, you know, a thousand feet or more, um, which for most of us is further than we need to run. And you have a lot of fixtures at that length. And that's when these problems start to occur and you really need termination. Now, 
There's a lot of people out there, DMX experts, engineers, etc., that will tell you you always need to terminate. And I'm not going to say that because that's not always the case. But, you know, if you do do lighting, consider keeping a terminator or two around just in case you have an especially long run and you run into some kind of DMX issue. And, and that can often fix the issue. Now, when you do, when you are wiring your fixtures together, we've talked about this before, but I'll just cover it again. You can have up to 512 channels of lights on a single DMX universe. You can also, if you want to save space, you can address two lights to the same um, DMX address, and that's that's totally fine as well within DMX. But when you do run out of DMX channels, and this is where it pertains to wiring, you need to add another DMX universe, okay? And so what this does is it's a completely separate line of DMX, a completely separate DMX cable that sends that same channels 1 through 512 just to different fixtures. Your target is, is different addresses. And so when you're wiring DMX, a few things can happen. One is when you do have separate universes, you need to make sure you keep those lines separate and labeled. So you plug in the right universe to the right fixtures. If you plug in the wrong universe um, to, to some fixtures, you know, nothing's going to blow up. There aren't going to be any problems, but you're not going to see what you thought you were going to see. It's, it's not going to look right. And, and you might think you have some kind of DMX problem and you do. They're plugged into the wrong universe. Um, and so it's not going to, you know, hurt your fixtures or anything like that. It's just not going to work right. Okay. So, you know, each DMX universe then would have its own splitters, would have its own daisy chains, be completely separate, etc. All right, guys. And so that's what we got today. How to wire DMX. Now let's dive into our mailbag. All right, everybody, this is the mailbag, the part of the show where I open up emails and answer the questions live. Of course, emails can be sent in to me uh, via the contact form at learnstagelighting.com slash contact. There's a button as well on the top menu that you can find the contact form uh, under about. And so these questions get sent in. I answer them here um, in as much depth as I can, of course, in just a few minutes here on the uh, podcast radio, as we call this. And if you do need more help, if you're looking to go deeper, want that personalized advice, um, attention, and, and the, the time to, to really go into things and go into your particulars, um, you know, really deep, I would advise you to go check out um, Learn Stage Lighting Labs, where we help people do exactly this, but in more depth. We answer your questions, we guide you along, etc. So that's basically the sponsor of our show is Learn Stage Lighting Labs. And now let's hit the questions. John writes in and says, uh, thank you for providing the podcast. It's re-inspiring uh, for him to retry his hobby of DJ lighting. Um, and one of the reasons he's, he's not really, uh, he kind of took a pause on lighting was overwhelm and lack of success while attempting and little confidence while attempting to control lights with his current setup. And so he goes on to say um, he uses Showcad Artist as DMX software. Um, it's very confusing and your their online videos haven't been helpful to me. Um, ideally, he'd be able, he'd really enjoy the ability to run lights live while he has time during songs, um, but also, um, you know, being comfortable running finding lights that, that go live while he plays music. 
Um, his understanding is that he'd need a DAW, a digital audio workstation, for syncing the MIDI signal from Tractor, the DJ software, uh, so the lights and music match in time. He wants it to look professionals, just like good clubs and festivals do with EDM music. Uh, considering signing up for Learn Stage Lighting Labs, because um, he hasn't been able to get his stuff to work, etc. Um, so he wants to know how familiar am I with Showcat, and um, you know he's been inspired. Uh, and it, you said you purchased Showcat because you saw somebody um, who said that um, you know they use Showcat for club lighting, and it was exactly what you wanted to do. And so you said, ah, that makes sense. And so yeah, John, um, a few things to think about here and to kind of talk about. Um, I am you know, slightly familiar with Showcat. I'm not super familiar, um, but I'm familiar enough to know enough about it and, and was just browsing their website to, um, to take a look at things here. And, you know, I really think looking at this, that Showcat is your problem. And I know that's, that's, I mean, it's part of your problem. It's, it's not what you wanted to hear probably from me today, but, you know, like you said, I mean, I'm looking at the interface here and the type of projects that that people do with it and that they're um and that they're showing off and it's really not live stage shows for the most part um the software looks really clunky which is is not surprising um being that it looks like it's kind of aimed at, at people doing systems integration doing installed systems where the lighting and the video system and the audio system all talk together maybe with a crestron system or something like that and you know, everything kind of works together from one piece of software. And so I'm not saying it's a bad piece of software. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know a lot of people that use this software. Um, it's, it's really not a popular software. It's a very, when I look at this software, I see it's, it's very, um, niche meaning they kind of designed it for this, this tight niche of, um, of people, you know, doing architectural or, you know, some kind of architectural with a little bit of an entertainment purpose to it. But overall, you know, it's looking to me like as I look at this software and I look what you're saying, that this may not be the best piece of software for what you're doing. So here's, here's what I want you to do. Here's, here's kind of my homework for you, John, is, um, you know, I know somebody who inspired you said they use this software, but unless... You know, this guy, uh, Richard, is, is looking, to, is going to train you. I, I would look for something else because there's a lot of pieces of software out there that are that are really tailored to do DJ lighting well. You know, one off the top of my head that I think about is uh, Chavez Show Express. You know, they designed that software. It's a little clunky as well, but it runs on PC and Mac. And, you know, Chavez designed that from the ground up to be lighting for DJs, to be built, to be designed so that, DJs can easily run the lights along to their set. And now I would help, I would, one kind of other helpful thing I'd like to sprinkle in here, um, John, is that, you know, you, you also say here that you, you want, um, you know, the, the light show to look like good clubs or festivals do with EDM music. And so just for a second, just, um, I just really like you to bring your expectation down a little, because I know that's leading to some of your frustration. Um, and, and, you know, good clubs and festivals do have great lighting, but you know, when you are comparing yourself, make sure you, you try your best to figure out, okay, 
is this clubber festival have a dedicated lighting person as well as the dedicated dj because if they do then it's not something you can compare yourself to right if they've got a whole set you know a second person just running lights there then you can't possibly do as good of a job i mean you, you might be able to but you're probably not going to do as good of a job the fact that you're doing the music and the lighting you know that's just how it goes when you don't have the resources to have a separate lighting person and, and that's totally totally okay and so um in wrapping this question up john i just you know i want to encourage you because it, it can be done and there are great pieces of software like show express you could use martin's mpc you could use ntex d pro um there's there's a bunch of different options to run lights um live as a dj but i'm probably not going to recommend going with showcat arts i know it was expensive and you mentioned that but i think i think it's really the thorn in your side i think it's really kind of the achilles heel the thing that is is really hampering you here because the lighting console you know in any lighting system whatever you're using for control is the brain of that system you know it's what controls everything and and if it's not intuitive and if it's not flexible and, and fairly easy to use and and fairly easy for you to do what you want with it then it's going to hamper you every step of the way you know it's going to be a stumbling block it's going to make your life really difficult as opposed to getting that right console that right control system in place you know you're going to be enabled you're going to be able to program once you learn it much more effortlessly and you're really going to be able to shine there so so i hope that encourages you john um i hope that helps i'd, I'd probably even though i know showcad was expensive I'd, I'd probably dump it just because you know i it, it just doesn't look like a good piece of software for what you're trying to do it looks like it's aimed at a slightly different uh market that, than what you're trying to do and and it just kind of looks clunky all right so now dustin writes in dustin c and he said great podcast i am new to lighting um he does portable sound for small to medium shows uh, mostly rock shows and he wants to get a dmx controller that'll work on a macbook um, a few lights and he wants to be able to add to it looking at 500 or under for a controller um plus about a hundred for lights and 300 500 for fixtures i'm not sure exactly what that means the difference between lights and fixtures there um what do i recommend but let's just talk about the controller first of all so if you're looking to do you know audio and, and have a light show with it i would probably recommend going with something like chave show express or ntex d pro um you know on the mac there's not as many options as there are on the pc i'm gonna say that right now um there's very comparatively there's very few pieces of software that work on the mac versus on the pc however show express and d pro are both great options um show express is they're both very similar programs um and i'll link to them both in the show notes but show express is a little more aimed at djs but a lot of people use it to light bands and uh, d pro is is a little more professional like i would say like you can do a little bit more with it and programming can be a little bit quicker but it's it's slightly clunkier um the interface overall but it's a great program um you know nothing's perfect um and so those are both good options you know show express uh, is going to run you i think around 400 dollars, and d pro is about 200 dollars. but you have to get a dmx output box um you could pair it with uh ntex box for about 150 or chave's box which is about 120 
um, and you'd be off to the races. And I'll link to all that stuff in the show notes, Dustin. And so, yeah, um, you know, those are both great controllers. You know, the thing with you is you're going to be keeping it simple probably at first. Uh, maybe both these both these programs um, allow you to use a MIDI controller to get uh, faders and buttons to put stuff on um, to be able to play it back. And I would highly, highly recommend that, especially because you're on a Mac, so you don't have a touchscreen. Um, and then fixture-wise, man, um, lights and fixtures, you know, you've got a tight budget, but I would look at something, and I'll link to these in the show notes, maybe going with some... Uh, some of those new chip on board Cobb LED pars. Um, you know, there's there's some great ones from ADJ, American DJ. There's some good ones from Chave, the core pars. And for under like $200 a light, you can get some some really nice kind of pretty bright lights. Um, or you could could cheap out. But, but ultimately, whenever I'm recommending lights to people, um, I always want to recommend something that's of quality, that's going to last you, that's going to have a warranty. You know, you can go buy the cheap stuff on Amazon and, and you can do that if you want. That's fine um, for like $20 a light or $30 a light. But, you know, these things are going to carry no warranty outside of the 30 day Amazon return window. And if you want to get more that match later, you might not be able to, etc. And so, you know, that's why I always recommend buying from somebody like, you know, Blizzard, Chave, American DJ, Alation because you're going to get a two year warranty from all these guys, you know, so for two years, they're going to warranty that thing against defects. I'm um, not, if you break it, you know, not if you're mean to it, but, but if it just stops working, um, they're going to warranty that. And so I always recommend that for the long run, because I want people to be happy with their lights in the long run. And I want their stuff to work and, and to be reliable. And that's what that gets for you. So thanks Dustin. Um, and then Davide, um, writes in and says, He's been using DMXs for a while. I'm considering getting D-Pro. And he's wondering if it's possible to create palettes or cues to be combined on the fly during a live performance. Let's say he has a bunch of presets in different colors for some LED parts, and I want to combine them with other presets that control movers. Is this possible? Yes, it is, Davide. Um, it is totally possible. That's where... You know, you've been in DMXs, and so if you want to stack multiple cues on top of each other, you can kind of do it with the channel masking function, but it's not pretty and it takes a lot of time. D-Pro can totally do that. They have a window called Show Control, which is basically just, it's basically just a big grid of buttons and faders. And you put whatever you want on those buttons, whatever different cues you want, and you play them, and unless, you know, one unless you're playing a new cue that that overtakes an old cue you know they stay playing and so it works a lot more like a professional level console where yes you can play different cues on top of each other in a live situation and you can configure it to say okay you know these cues are going to override each other but you know if i press this position cue it's not going to dump out the color etc you can totally do that inside of d pro all right, everybody. Well, I think that's about it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm glad to hear from you guys. Um, for those of you guys um, who are new to this podcast, new to Learn Stage Lighting, go hop over to LearnStageLighting.com. We'll have links in the show notes, of course. And grab my free guide to begin with lighting. I've got a couple tailored to exactly the type of lighting that you do. I'll see you guys over on Learn Stage Lighting and have a great day. And that's it for today's show. Thank you for listening to the Learn Stage Lighting Podcast. 
Be sure to visit us at LearnStageLighting.com to see show notes, past episodes, and download a free guide on how to begin with lighting in your specific context. I'll see you guys on the site. Thanks. Thanks.